Hello, 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 good evening. Welcome to uh, The Experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris. I hope you all are doing well out there tonight. Just dropping in for another episode. <coughs> and see what's on the old topic tonight. Um, well, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you want to talk about? No, just kidding. I'm just playing. No, <laughs> I don't pull that game whenever I come out here live. No sirree, Bob. Um, no, um, I usually just come to, to banter for a little bit, to jargon, to garble, <laughs> to bastardize, and to malinguist <laughs> whenever I am speaking on the experience. No, just kidding. Uh, it is never such negatory actions. <laughs> There's never such negatory things. Whenever I am speaking on the experience, it is always with the virulence of light and truth and love and such beautiful things. But anyways, um, I had, uh, there were a couple of things I'd wanted to do. There was, there was a couple of topics at least for sure. And I was going to do it a little bit differently because we are, you know, live broadcasting right now on um, YouTube. And I was going to do, uh, well, I had done some work earlier for the C report with Q&A holes. And, you know, so I was going to keep the banners and the streams and the flags and the patrioticness there but then um i had also thought about something i was going to think uh talk about and you know i was like well it would be appropriate but then before i knew it i was changing everything and i was like oh well i guess that's just not gonna be the case tonight i guess there's gonna be no case for america tonight surely there will always be a case for america um, but I ended up, you know, if you are watching on YouTube at some point, um, putting up a different background for tonight, so, um, I was debating about how Twitch was going to play in the game with this live podcast broadcast of the experience, like, I'm not totally sure where I want to go with it yet with Twitch, I'm not sure about Twitch's compatibility with a program such as this. But, in any event, I thought maybe I could host specifically either like the poetry readings or something of that nature. Um, I would really like to do a very tailored type of maybe gaming type of uh, show. Um, but it would... It would have to be a very tailored type and um, that kind of uh, format, I think, would be funnest with multiple participants. But we'll see what happens. Um, and then uh, other than that, I mean, like, hear me, hear me. This is my experience. Damn it. Waited. 30-some-odd, or even years, I shall not say which, whichever is the 
whichever is the least of the two. And that's what it is. Um, in this third decade, oh, what is it about the third decade of life? Who knows? But, um, I don't know if you're, <laughs> if you're on the podcast, you cannot see me smiling, but you can hear me laughing. Um, anyways, so, um, I guess some of the things that I was wanting to talk about, well, the first thing that was on my mind was really in regard to, um, the elections and so, I mean, I haven't really spoken freely, even though it might be insinuated or punctuated or, you know, made fun of whenever I am um, doing some reports or doing some news, with the, especially with the Q&A holes. I mean, hello. I mean, humor, I think, uh, was uh, the main weapon that I think maybe that's why we were getting canceled. They're like, because not only are they saying crap, they're also funny. And so they're like, shut those bitches down. No one else out there is funny like they are. Like, they're real funny. Like, not real funny like they're really funny, but like they're for real funny. Like, their funniness is for real. <laughs> like, it's not... It's it's not astroturf. <laughs> Anyways, so... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean... I don't know. Maybe it was all manufactured. Was it all manufactured? Hmm. I don't know. Like, because there are some things that happened a couple of times, not all the time. Some of the times I was like, okay, this, this seems like, no, this can't be. Like, this has to be someone, like, yanking my chain or this has to be, like, um, an obsessed fan or something like that. Like, this is not, like... Or, or if it's not that, I mean, it's not, like, it's not, like, really, like you know, the CIA or the FBI or the government or the NSA or whomever is like, uh, listening in on the conversations. But, um, uh, there were a couple of times where some type of situation like that I thought was rather authentic. Um, I mean, it's clipped out. Oh, we could even show it here if we wanted to. Um, do y'all want to see it? I don't know, no, 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 no. I'm not going to waste y'all's time. No, 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 no. Y'all can go see the clip. I will link it down below. Although, it'd be fun to do it because, like, um, I mean, I can do that here and now. Do y'all Okay. Let me talk about it a little bit, and if I can find the clip, maybe we'll do it. Okay, so... Anyways, so um, there, there was there was one or two times, and and I'm gonna I'm probably gonna check and see if I can find that moment where I was like, oh, I was like this uh, this could have been something because we were talking about some stuff that was like, um, the knowledge of its existence had just been announced on the world by um a journal journalist uh, reporter named um, millie weaver and we've talked about her before 
Oh, you guys, I forgot. We're on the experience. Hello, you guys have heard about her before. The YouTube audience might have not heard me talk about this before, but the anchor audience who's been there with me from the jump knows all about this. We've talked about this before, okay? So, Millie Weaver and Tori Lindman, or I think it's Lindman, uh, torysays.com. So, they're the ones... Uh, what the hell were we talking about again? Oh my god. Oh, I'm looking for the video. So, they're the ones who had uh, done th that Shadowgate movie that we've talked about at nauseam at the beginning. I've been using the word ad nauseum a lot. Maybe I've just been wanting to get ad nauseous. I'm nauseous. Anyways, so, um, Tori Lindman, Tori Morris, Millie Weaver, Shadowgate, Brennan. So, they, I mean, okay, so I followed Millie Weaver for a very long time. Anyways, like, since she started with Infowars back in the day and now she's got this new movie coming out that Alex Jones had funded per the huge because she was an independent reporter for him and contractually did assignments and projects that he would fund and I guess between um, I don't know because I, I was not there but I'm guessing between he and his you know reporters and and workers well i would guess it would be reporters maybe especially because she was a correspondent she didn't live in austin she didn't work in the warehouse although she was in studio sometimes like i think that you know they they kind of like it was more like contractual work so anyways i, I mean i don't know that's not my skinny to give that's hers so like afterwards I, and i know i said that but i'm still going to continue the story so <laughs> anyways so, um, hold on. I'm still looking for this video. Let me just get straight to the point, okay? <laughs> Are you coming to a point? Yes, I'm coming to a point. The point of the matter is that when I saw Shadowgate and uh, um, there was a big controversy over it, the movie was banned not just in the United States, it was banned worldwide, it was demonized, Tori and Millie were demonized, Millie was arrested, and there was a whole situation that was going on with that. But um, the optics of it all, I think it was, it was ridiculous, really. I mean, it shouldn't have happened, is pretty much everything. And everything about that situation was so ass-backwards and illegal that I think that's where you have to decipher that, that, that they were sending her a chilling effect. Because they were saying, look. Nothing about this case should have gone this way, but we did it anyways. And I think that's the message that people don't understand whenever they're talking about, oh, well, she was arrested, but it was on this and this charge, not on the charge of Shadowgate. But when you watch the movie Shadowgate and you um, begin to learn the things and the people and the businesses and how they operate and what they're doing... Um, it, it just, it, it clarifies more of what some of the muscle in the, um, um, military industrial complex is. And so that's why I thought that movie was so interesting. And so Brennan is this character who's not a character. His name is John Brennan. He works for the CIA. And right now, he is embarrassed to be a white man. He's like, oh, the way those pro-Trump people act in Florida. Oh, cry baby, wow, 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 on their CPAC stage. 
I'm so embarrassed to be an American right now. Brennan sitting there with his rotten, crinkled, potato troll face. Like, <laughs> sorry, Brennan. Sorry, baby. You're not my type. No, like, he is sitting there with his rotten, crinkled, potato troll face. Trying to be one of the girls. And they're like, they're trying to be serious. And they're like, and then he's like, oh, and let me tell you what, I agree. I am just embarrassed to be a white man right now. And I was like, oh, what do you want to be, Brennan? What do you want to be? You want to be a woman? Or you want to be like uh, transracial? Like, what is your major turn on, John Brennan? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Oh, I was looking for the clip. Okay, so, sorry, I'm haranguing John Brennan because he recently appeared on MSNBC, which is probably his network, which is probably the only place that he can come on. No, he probably comes on CNN too, but no one else will have him. This man has created more treason, committed more treason than any other person that I know of to date. <laughs> Maybe Obama, but Brennan was Obama's teacher, so I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? Okay, so let's go back to the beginning, and in the beginning, we were talking about Q&A-holes. No, we weren't talking about them, but what we were going to do is we were going to play a clip it's gonna be a short one and it's 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 it premiering here on uh, the experience with michael aaron coster so i'm going to share with you some of my work from q a holes podcast um some of you in the audience may have heard this before um but some of you may have not Oh, I guess I don't have it here. Well, I guess I'm not going to be playing it here. Nope. Sorry, guys. I don't give up so easily. Here, it's right here. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. There shouldn't be any commercials because I don't get paid. And if I don't get paid, they better not be having any commercials up in here. Right? Isn't that right? Okay, I'm going to adjust the camera real quick. Okay. We're only 15 minutes in. Jesus Christ. Um, but at the same time, we're doing good. Okay. Here comes. Boosh. Okay, are you ready? Boosh. No, I don't think you can hear it. Hold on. Uh, uh, no, no, the Save Our Children March. Yeah. Uh, we got a strike on YouTube. I almost fell oh, down. Over. Really? It says uh, over that over that feet. It says uh, your content was removed due to a violation of our community guidelines. Because it's the first time your account isn't affected. You're only warned once, and this Whoops. will be more on your channel. Whoa. Sorry, says, podcast. If you think we made a mistake, you can uh, appeal this decision, which we're going to do. 
but warning on August 22nd, 2020, Type content, uh, Q&A holes. Oh, no, it's the Shadowgate one. Yeah, Sorry, Shadowgate. Shadowgate. Yeah, they took Shadowgate Ooh. down on us. But it says, uh, help, hashtag, save next. our children. You guys would be next. Yeah, we lasted, what, maybe, what, 45 minutes longer than you did? <laughs> <laughs> Man, they went quick. Hey, yeah. you too. Well, uh, hashtag, first... you suck. Yeah. So anybody out there, if you can find Shadowgate, the documentary by Millie Weaver, I download get, it. I didn't get to watch it last night because I crashed early. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll you have a hard copy, or you have a download copy, but you must see. Yes, so I have a I have a copy myself. I, I know it is still available at Band uh, Video or Band Video. I think. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the uh, website that's uh, uh, owned and operated by Alex Jones. Um, but like I said on that one, he has like a what? 500 I, I haven't heard about this. I, I, I didn't start anything. <laughs> what am I hosting? <laughs> uh, uh, Alex, you're everywhere these days. You're taking yeah. every form. Now, Megadon saying in the chat, he has proof that they will burn down Milwaukee if Trump wins. Oh, I, 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 I guarantee you that Portland will, will burn to the ground if Trump wins. Well, what's left to burn in Portland? Well, not much, but... Right. <laughs> they much. I mean, but yeah, I say let it burn. Let uh, that shit burn to the ground. I don't care about Portland. Yeah, keep it weird. Yep, they're good at that. They, so, they sent all the uh, sent all the diehard uh, never Trumpers over there anyway. So um, yeah. you just leave them to their own devices, I guess. Oh heck yeah! Just let them burn. That's it interesting about Milwaukee, though. I wonder what's that. What's going on there? I think of all the cheese. Oh man, and all the beer and cheese they have there. Hey, old Milwaukee's best ice. That's my beer. That's my go-to choice. Don't mess with my <laughs> my supply line, people. Damn it! <laughs> oh man. So, what do you guys think now? This if YouTube's banning this uh, documentary now and labeling it. First of all, I want to know where the hate speech is in this uh, documentary. I'm not sure where it's at. I mean, well, because you dare to call liberals pedophiles. Well, that's that's normal. <laughs> And, hey, and look at Bill Clinton. Back, that's not even primary content of the film. You know, like it, it's... Now, before I get into explaining the primary content of the film for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I may have just gotten myself a strike. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's uh, we return. It's, it's all about uh, the IIA and the intelligence and how they've uh, shipped um, all of our data that they've mined through the NSA off to Germany, and that's owned in Germany. And we have Canadian companies who are, are working for us during our elections. So it really barely skimmed the surface of that. And uh, that's a good question. Like, uh, we have YouTube banning it. We have, uh, we have other uh, video places that are banning this video. And then we have people from the independent patriot media who are not even touching this video yeah. not even talking about the oh, topic but rather they're demonizing oh. yeah they're demonizing the content creators as opposed to uh talking about what this video is about uh let me do a time out there what was that that wasn't you mr w it was not me and it was not mr c because he was talking who was that other voice that was breathily trying to interrupt there yeah uh, Do y'all have some disruption? Because I, no, I, I got a little, no, I got a little no, disrupted on this side. But no, it, it was it was somebody. somebody it, it sounded like a, a fourth microphone that was <laughs> kind of doing that kind of thing on us. So what wow. the hell? 
Yeah, this has happened before. We had Colin, and then we had uh, Benjamin last episode, who claimed he worked with the Chernobyls or uh, whomever. And I'm famous for this. No, no. If you're uh, if you're involved in some kind of uh, secret top agent kind of stuff with uh, what was back these days. Mm-hmm. Right, I gotta help Mr. Yeah, Wise. and picking back on picking back on top of that wiretapping with the uh, programs that they have now, um, what they're allowed to do lawfully is to um, retain all that data for seventy two hours, and then supposedly it dumps and it gets erased. Um, yeah. But what they were doing is within those seventy two hours, they were shipping it off to Brennan's company. Um, who he was then keeping all that data, privatizing it, and then using it, sometimes even manipulating it, I saw in some of the files. So, and talking about Brennan, I don't know if you guys just uh, heard that uh, supposedly he's been cleared by Durham. So the plot is definitely thickening here uh, as far as that goes, because we know we had Brennan on perjury. Mm -hmm. Um, Aside from all the treasons, things that he's been doing, including retaining our data and uh, and our personal information. Who is that fourth voice? There's another voice chiming in on this. Yes. Who the hell is this? I don't know if you can hear it over the stream or just us, but wow. I don't hear. I don't hear a third voice or fourth it, it voice. Was, it, it was like someone's like, "Holy shit!" or something like that. The hell? Yeah, Megadon heard it. You heard it, Megadon? Yeah, it was right. It's like it was louder than over you. It was over, louder than you. Oh, yeah, we have chat disconnected. Nope. Here it says that. Uh, here, we'll fix that. But, yeah, it was, the voice was louder yeah, than you. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, it was it was the same volume that you were, Mr. C, but it was just indistinguishable. All I could hear, all I heard was something like, holy not, shit, not or shit, or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was not an echo. No, it was not. It, it was. Anyways, the point of that was the fourth voice in... <laughs> That was about it. Nothing left to it. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash the X podcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to 9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T. And tell them Michael sent you. But to do it, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, at the start, at the start of my, uh, uh, career here over at Q&A Holes podcast. Pardon me. Oh, excuse me. Long day. But no, um, really the things that had been on my mind here, let me take this off because it's not necessary. Thank you. Uh, things that had been on my mind that, uh, like I was going to talk in regards to, uh, some of what I was, um, 
like with Brennan and stuff. Oh God, I was talking about Brennan. Brennan, <laughs> I need to close that circle. Let me just finish that up real quick. Um, okay, so I've, I mean, I've already explained about that, but he was on MSNBC recently, which is probably the only place that he can be on. Um, they'll have him. He was with a panel of his gal pals uh, gossiping about shit at the CPAC that they are just shitting on everything and crapping on everything because that's what these people do. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, you, you're like, who's worse, CNN or MSNBC? Who is worse between those two stations? Which one is the worst of two evils? Because I swear, like, CNN... I think they I think they they try and be a little bit more subtle than MSNBC. I think MSNBC is overt. They over enunciate, they over pronounce their lies, their 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 hollow stories. Just it's ridiculous. Um it's ridiculous what MSNBC gets away with pronouncing, professing, and preaching on their network at all times. And that a treasonous son of a gun, a treasonous son of a bitch, like John Brennan, can constantly go on TV and then pal around with his gal pals like the red-headed step potato head troll daughter he is like <laughs> i guess you know what i mean like you've seen him in moments of panic You've seen him in moments of glory, and now he's just getting smug. Like, what the hell, John Brennan? Like, why are you able to go on MSNBC and just be like, yeah, they're like, I'm like so ashamed to be a woman. I mean, a white man. I, John Brennan, I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed, girl. I don't want to be a white man anymore. Ugh. Just the way they wah, wah, wah. Um. I don't know about you, John Brennan. Anyways. Um. He's, uh, not only committing several forms of treason. Uh. He's also, you know, um. Contributed. Um in spades with other individuals who are doing the same shit. Um, but it's all the same people. Uh, you know, John Brennan's business was a hub of the um, information for a lot of these companies that were um, privatizing the data of the United States of American citizens um, all their data from their texts to their phone calls to their uh, web searches to their... I, I don't know how far it could go. I really couldn't tell you. I'm not well-versed in these things. I'm just going based off of the information that I learned on this video. 
in this documentary, which, which, you know, there are two parts to Shadowgate and I still have to go back and watch the second one again. Like I've seen it like, I don't know, two times at least. And I'm still rewatching the first one for like the fourth time. <laughs> and it's only because there's so much information in there. There's so many, I'm going to call them roots. There's so many roots in these, these documentaries that you can follow into, you know, another root or branch or I don't know how you want to explain it. You explain it however you want to explain it. I'll explain it however I want to explain it and I'll understand it the way I want to understand it. Okay. So anyways, so as I was saying, um, You know, um, it's just amazing how much a man like John, Bre they're like, oh, John Brennan again. <laughs> they're like, they're like, this dude is really, really like Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep with this John Brennan in Death Becomes Her. Like, he's always like... <laughs> I want to talk about, yes, <laughs> they're all, Madeline Ashton, is there anything you'd like to talk about today? <laughs> yes, look around the room, <laughs> everyone stiffens in anticipation, <laughs> the turgid look of fear in the emaciated Negro's body. <laughs> Sitting across the room in rumpled pajamas with, uh, I don't know, a stringy black wig on her hair beneath. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. I was trying to paint you a picture. Shaking <laughs> with her knees to her chin, knobbing up against her chin. Uh, her pajama, her pajama in her mouth clenched in fear is she gonna say it john brennan ah, john brennan what john brennan oh that bastard he's like ha 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 i live free in his brain <laughs> fuck you john brennan fuck you you do not live rent free in my brain uh Ouch. I mean, you know what they say, pass it forward. <laughs> Anyways, you bastard. You are destroying my country and you ha you know everything about me, you asshole. <laughs> He's like, oh, I know his tastes. Well, you know they're not you, John Brennan. Sorry, girl. You're not my taste. Anyways, okay, enough about that. God damn it, you know, it's because, oh, it's because they're, like, look, look, I'm not going to go into the detail at all because it's not my information to give away, even though some of this information has been shared on air before, 
but when it comes to characters like John Brennan and the podcasts that I work on with the, those guys, Mr. W and Mr. Y, God bless their souls. I know their names, don't worry. It's not like they go by Mr. W and Mr. Y, okay? Like, we are on a first-name basis. Hello, we've been working together for, like, I don't know, since August? Uh, <laughs> so... Oh my goodness. Um what do you call it? Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um Oh, we are we're we're about I would say maybe at the least depending on who you're talking to, a degree to 2 degree separation from some of these yahoos. I'm talking about uh Brennan and some other individuals. Um, in my case, it'd be more like two to three degrees, you know, but some of these may be one degree. Um, so that's why whenever uh, this incident that I just aired a few minutes ago, it was the clip from a show back in, oh God, I think it was in August or September. Um there was a voice that broke in and we like my, for example, my, um, my channel, my other channel, it's, it's called Mr. C, which will have more like news clips and like, you know, this, this is where we're playing this clip from that I'm showing you right now, actually. And, uh, it, it, um, I, I, um, uploaded Shadowgate when it came out and the reason why I did that was just to push the information like it's aggregated news documentary um I believe that anything that deals with the news I get it if it has high production value you can't just go around like you know making money off of it as if it were your own without, you know, I mean, I would think, you know, they'd be entitled to sharing some type of syndication, right? I get that, but the news itself, like, say, if it was uh, a story or, you know, um, someone else's production that, you know, then was presented in a different manner, I think that's different as opposed to just straight up replay like say if i just replayed clips of like cnn or fox on this this station like that would be different you know what i mean even though that is aggregated news but like um that's not necessarily the same thing uh but uh i mean in the aggregate and as far as new news goes if it's freedom of speech and if it's it's fits with that intent i would say that that is within the safe parameters of sharing content um as opposed to it being considered plagiarism um and I, I i as a writer would never want to plagiarize but um and i never would um we can all be more original than that right there's there's no need to steal others words although some have been known to do it at times and even cocteau who was one of my favorite artists at a point, um, said that some of the greatest artists steal ideas. 
and they make them better i mean basically that's all there is to it and that's just woo, watch out i mean i would say that and timing because from there it's all about timing and i think he'd experienced that himself and had also um had also done that himself as well like he he taken ideas and i think that's also why picasso because Jean Cocteau and Pablo Picasso were friends. They're frenemies. Um, was probably an asshole about his work and, you know, didn't like people to touch it and take it. And he would take it away. He wouldn't even let his grandchildren. That's why his granddaughter was so, oh, granddad wouldn't even let me play with his artwork. She, he wouldn't let me fiddle with his doodles. And all I wanted was to fiddle with his doodles. But he would take them away and he would tell her that the paper he spits on is worth $2,000. No, just kidding. I don't know. It was, he's just a jerk from what I understand. So that's why I say, hey, even Picasso was an asshole. Um, sometimes it comes with the territory but that's just the long and the short of it. I don't know. I feel, um, I feel, I feel very well in this. Like, um, I think the hard thing about having a Saturday afternoon mimosa every day is that I can't, every weekend, is that I can't commit to drinking alcohol every weekend. I mean, it's just so much. You hear someone laughing in the background. Ha 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 ha. What a lying face you have, Mr. Michael. Because, anyways, but no, I mean, seriously. But no, um, you know, it was just one of those evenings and it's a great thing uh, to be able to express oneself and to be heard. And, you know, there's just, I feel like there's been such a flux that is gradually being rectified uh being being um straightened out i guess <sighs> pardon me i'm hiding behind the microphone we have to see where it's going to go um i feel like a lot of people are experiencing it in their everyday life i feel like some more than others i feel like some come in and out of it like i feel like i'm one of those like i've come in and out of it i don't know Maybe I'm still in a flux. Maybe, maybe I'm still in flux as we speak. But one thing is for sure. One thing is for sure that, I don't know, press forward, move on, keep going, don't stop. Um, and we'll let it be at that. My initial oh, longings, just stuff about the election, the fraud, the coup, the lying media, the way everything is fabricated and everything is just, 
it's it's entirely produced faked and programmed into us and i don't doubt that there were studies once upon a time in what percent of people were likely to just it's like there's a wavelength they're tapped into and they found the wavelength that the most types of attentives were tapped into and use that one to program into this this zombiness this they don't pay attention to what's going on like we were listening to Sydney Powell on the Sea Report earlier, and for those of you who don't know who Sydney Powell is, she is a U.S. attorney that was um, investigating and in the case, and prosecuting on the cases in regards to the election fraud, Dominion, and Smartomatic, and others uh, during the 2020 presidential election election coup, and. I heard her in an interview today and she just sounded so trounced is the only word I can use because she's like, I feel like I'm living in another world. And I'm like, girl, that is how I felt when I got back from Washington, D.C., I was like, the fu I was like, nah. I was like, we weren't supposed to jump into another time. Ah, I was so upset. I was like, I think I probably hopped two of them. Damn it, it was probably more. There's no telling how many I went through while I was in the air. Shit. Oh. Anyways, no, so we're here. It's good. We're all good. It's good. It's great. It's gravy. The sun is rising. We can see clearly now. The rain is gone. Hallelujah, mofo. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Like, I'm telling you. God dang. Like, either way. You know, like, the believers gotta keep believing. The transmitters gotta keep transmitting. Don't you be sending out them ill will transmissions, please, by gosh, by golly. Love and retribution, redemption, reconciliation. Let this just be, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Oh, man, it sends a razzle-dazzle of shivers up my spine, is what it does. Like, it's not a bad thing. Not at all. It's... Oh, it's the sun rising. Oh, goodness. And it's not even yet, don't worry. We're still... It's only like, it's just past midnight, so calm down. Calm your panties down. Jesus Christ. Dude, guys... Anyway, so yeah, um, that was really weighing heavy on my mind because, like, I feel it. I get it with Sydney, And, like, it's just, it's BS. It's utter BS that they're able to get away with this. It's utter BS that this is able to transpire and it happens live and that they have to. And you don't want to pass it off. Like, we all saw it. We all lived it with them. All of us lived it with them. And 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 I feel like maybe Sydney feels like it's just like this mechanic machine that just turned off and everyone did. Right down to the people who do like like you know, like like large talk radio, whether it was like like even Sebastian Gorka 
or or Breitbart or, or not Breitbart. I'm sorry, um, um, Bannon or people like you know like they don't. I, I mean, I guess Bannon to himself does have a tone that he well yeah he is he does understand we they do but it, it's not like sound the alarm like this is a coup like what the are these people doing like get the military over there like brrr, like ring 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 and it's because there's not enough people did someone take a poll did someone take a poll and that's why we don't know or like we don't have any like you know we're not supposed to push for that bullshit or what like uh, i mean i'm i will continue to call it an illegitimate presidency i will not recognize it and it's not because i'm disrespecting the office because he doesn't even respect the office he doesn't even know what he's doing here he's gonna get off track you know what i mean like he does not even know what he's doing here so and and he's done so many heinous things and even if they aren't as many as we think that they are, they're more than any of us have done. And so it's still so many heinous things, okay? He sniffed enough chillin's heads. He's grabbed enough underarms and caressed the non-existent boobs of prepubescent teens and children for ages, okay? And I don't even want to know what he does to the boys when he puts them on his lap. So we need to not feel any type of empathy towards biden <laughs> that's so unbrotherly of me to say um but so what anyways i don't know i mean you know how does one reconcile a lifestyle like that it's not my business that's between him and he who made him but everyone needs to know that he better recognize just kidding he needs to reconcile himself or else he needs to ascend or else Okay, so raise your hand here if you're ascended. Ah, okay. If you raised your hand, you better be a ghost. That's all I gotta say. Alright, I'm not gonna play anything else. Um, I was thinking about talking about the gays for some reason. I can't remember what it was. I was angry at them for some reason. I'm always angry at the gays. Um... Let me think. Oh, here. Hold on. Let me do this. This might make it better. There. I'm always angry at the gays. Aha. Uh -huh. The gays, I don't know. They're ass backwards. They have so much potential. So much potential. So much potential. It's a shame. Anyways, okay, I think we're done for tonight. It's been real, guys. I'm glad I got to join you on uh, Monday Noche. I'll be busy for the rest of the week, so I don't know. Maybe I'll see you guys for a mimosa on Saturday. If not, I will definitely see you on Sunday for the poetry reading here on the Michael Aaron Coster's channel on YouTube. Go to therootofmanyreturns.com. Go to theexperiencepodcast.wordpress.com. Go to qnaholspodcast.com. And we'll see you next time.
Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. <laughs>